Welcome to the Empower Now podcast. It's your host, Reggie White. I am so excited that we are back and better than ever. Um, We are going to be walking through a brand new series to kick off season three. And the series is called Getting Back to the Basics. I'm excited for this because for many of us, sometimes when we think about a new year starting off, we think about, oh, I got this resolution. I want to make these changes. But sometimes we don't have the foundations in place and set that we can sustain. So this is all about kind of starting back from square one and getting the right mindset, the right habits, the right principles all right back in place. And hopefully from this series, you can be blessed about how you can be able to apply that in your own life. I have an awesome guest on the line with me uh, that's been on Bible studies that I usually attend uh, each week on Tuesdays. She's doing great things uh, from an athletic standpoint, even from an academic standpoint. So I'm hoping that she can give some good insight for the episode today. Um, Our focus for episode one here of season three is going to be kingdom mindset. Uh, In order to have the basics, in order to understand what you got to do, it all starts with what you believe, what you think. And we're hoping this can be something that can really set the stage in the right way. Usually what we do is we start with a prayer. I'm going to have our esteemed guest start us off with the prayer, and then she'll introduce herself, and we're going to dive right into our topic. So with that, Leah, I will turn over to you for you to pray, and you can introduce yourself to the listeners. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you, if you are able, you know, bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, I just want to thank you for this day, for this opportunity, for me and Reggie to talk with each other. I pray that you guide our conversation and that you speak through us and that you bless us. And I thank you for giving Reggie the confidence and the motivation to start this podcast. And I pray that it's a success. And for all those listening, that they receive your message. And for those not listening, that they find their message somehow, some way that it gets through them. And I pray for all those who need help, those who are lost in need, especially during these difficult times in the world. Lord, I just want to thank you again for this opportunity and this day that you've given us. And I pray that the Holy Spirit is with us. In Jesus Christ's name, thank you. Amen. 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 So um, I would love you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Um, and then I'll have you know us get into the topic here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Leah Disher. Uh, I'm originally from Wilbur, Georgia. I went, I'm a, I'm a graduate student at University of Southern California right now. I got my undergrad at Clemson University. Um, I'm a business analytics major, finance undergrad, and I run track and field and cross country. So. Yeah, she is doing her thing. Uh, and for those who don't know, Leah is about what she believes. And like you just heard, that's a whole lot to get a finance degree and to be doing track and field. You can count those hours for yourself in your mind, but it's a lot going on and she's doing great. Uh, so, Leah, I want to uh, dive in I, and I'll uh, start with kind of letting the listeners know the definition for uh, kingdom and mindset. And then I'm going to ask you the first question that I have on the docket. So for those listening, um, I want to break this down for kingdom mindset by these definitions. The first one we're going to start with is kingdom. So I'm going to start with kingdom and we're going to go down to uh, mindset. So per the Bible dictionary, kingdom means the spiritual realm over which God reigns as king or the fulfillment on earth of God's will. So God reigns as king over his kingdom. And for mindset, per the Oxford dictionary, it's the established set of attitudes held by someone. So anytime you hear the word set, it's always in twos or more. And I would just say, when you think about mindset, those attitudes, those thoughts, those things that you believe 
is what shapes your mindset because the established set of attitudes that's held by someone. So you put kingdom and mindset together, uh, it may contradict what some folks think. What we should be really thinking about and how we should be really viewing a kingdom mindset is having the thoughts that are aligned to Christ's will, having the thoughts that are establishing our ways, not in our own ways, but in the will in the, uh, the will that Christ has for, for us and in alignment with his kingdom. So a kingdom mindset is all about fulfilling our father's will, being about our father's business is the way I would look at it. So when you hear kingdom and kingdom mindset, that's what it's about. That's going to lead us to our discussion here today. As we go through this session and in this time in this podcast for this episode, me and Leah are going to be talking about a gamut of things, but hopefully you can keep remembering how do you have your focus, your mindset be aligned with the king? How is it aligning with what Christ is calling us to do? What are the thoughts that we're having? Because if you're looking to get back to the basics, it has to be based on truth. It has to be based on what Christ is having for us to do. So Leah, the first question I have that I want to ask is, Especially as a student athlete, you've been uh, at Clemson and now you're at USC. Uh, talk to the listeners about what it means to sustain a kingdom mindset when everybody may not have that around you, especially from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, um, it's, it's definitely challenging. Uh, in college, there's just a lot going on. Um, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of responsibilities. Um, and especially if you're an undergrad coming into that, just kind of not having your parents there um, or being in a different environment. So it can be difficult to, to have that, that kingdom mindset. Um, I know that there's so many different ways that you can go about it. But one thing that really helped me, because honestly, I was a little lost, especially when I was younger. Um, so I didn't really start growing in my faith individually until I was in college because you have to. Um, a lot of times when you're younger, you, you have your parents doing those things, pushing you to do those things. You don't have anyone pushing you to do it in college. And so that's when you have to lean on friends, mentors. Um, you want to surround yourself with people who kind of align with your faith. And, and that doesn't mean that they have to necessarily, because, you know, we all... There's different denominations, things that like like that. But but having people around you who who have faith, who are who are aligned with God, or, or who at least trying to grow in their journey, that's so important because they're gonna hold you accountable. Um, they're gonna be the people that you can talk to about life, and, and maybe those people that you know they're gonna ask you questions. And you also have to learn to ask yourself questions. Definitely in college, like. Right? Asking yourself, you know, if you find yourself in a situation, and you're like, is this really, is this where I need to be? Like asking yourself those those real questions. Like, does this align with what God wants for me? Is this, you know, like, so making sure you either ask yourself those questions or that you have people around you who are gonna, who are gonna ask you those questions, it, it helps tremendously. And, and those people have uh, also just, um, just being around those people, it kind of lifts me up and it, and it shows me like, hey, like that's awesome. Like I, I want to do that or, you know, helping you kind of go back or even showing you like, yeah, I, I should go back to the basics. I, I should read my Bible, things of that nature. So Yeah, I love that. Friends. I love that a whole lot. So to kind of respond to what Leah is saying too, for those that's listening, I think exactly what you just heard her say is so important. It's kind of like not just about how you start, because not everybody has a background like me and Leah had of 
having believers and family members that kind of push the belief and get you to go about the right way because it even says in the Bible about, you know, if you train up a child in the way they would go, they will not depart from it. Not everybody has the fortune, the ability or the, you know, the easier access to getting exposed to Christ at a younger age. And what I would say is who's around you. So especially when I think about college, there's a whole lot of distractions, a whole lot of freedom. And um, you got to be careful that the people around you aren't pushing you in the wrong direction. Um, you got to make sure you're taking that self inventory and being honest with yourself about who am I around certain people? And what does my mindset do when I'm around certain people? Am I talking about the new Drake album and excited about different things? Or am I in, in alignment with the right things? Like, what am I plugged into? Who's around me? And then what is the, like, if people that are mathematical, for example, what's the equation of your life? I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and that equals this, right? So what am I my better version of myself when I'm doing X, Y, or Z? So I think it's really important to understand your circle and then what's the habits that you're putting in your life that's giving you what set result. And if you're not where you need to be, know that you can change and know that this is how you change of having that kingdom mindset and working through things so that you can be a better version of yourself. And he has the formula, the formulas in the Bible of what you need to do in order to guide, be guided into all truth and how to be set free and how to be changed in the way is Christ. And there's no other way around it. Um, I want to dive a little deeper, though, because you said something really powerful, Leah, about um, faith. When you think about especially training, right, for the meets and getting prepared and getting back into shape or getting ready for a season, uh, it takes some time. So I want you to talk to uh, the listeners about when you think about your mindset of preparing for a season, what does that feel like getting ready, like mentally and physically for a season before you're going to go do, you know, your meets, be it for track or for cross country? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a process. I would definitely say it's. It's one of those things that I think many times when you're getting ready, you have, uh, especially for a season, since I do middle distance, uh, so a lot of times uh, I, I'm sometimes asked to, to train for cross country, which is in the fall, and then indoor is in, you know, around December to like February, May, and then there's outdoor, which is in the spring. Um, so basically my uh, perfect ideal season is my, I, I could have a year long worth of different seasons. So uh, when it comes to preparing, you have to be aware of like the fact that it's a process and it's, it's going to go up and down. There are going to be great days um, and then there are going to be days that you just don't know if you're going to make it. Um, mm. And so having that mindset um, of where you're, I guess we definitely like just focused on trusting God, um, because you have to be prepared for those storms, uh, whether they're injuries, whether there's, uh, you know, mental battles, barriers you have to break through physically, um, or just training workload. Uh, they consider like fall training to be just like a bear because, you know, that's when you're getting back into it and they're just like, piling on heavy um so so making sure that you are you're you've mentally prepared is just so important and that you're also one thing i am terrible with but like outside it's not all about your training like a lot of times it has to do with are you getting rest are you mm. taking care of your body are you feeling your body are you taking the necessary um like, are you staying on top of your schoolwork? Like, all of these factors are just so much more important 
because if you're doing those things when you get out on the track you're gonna have that energy but if you're not then you're not and I feel like with those like that's important just like having growing in my faith and staying you know on top of that and having that trust in God because if I'm not applying myself and or at least trying to do all of those things take care of my body you know like why would I be able to give a hundred percent if I don't have a hundred percent in my tank wow um so I feel like those when it comes to preparing it's it's a lot more about um just staying giving it your 100 percent every day even if you can only give 30 percent knowing that you gave that 30 percent um and that you prepared uh and, and one thing with preparing is like especially if you have injuries or something so you've missed weeks trust in god and yourself that you've done the necessary things um, is so important because you're not always gonna when you go up to the track and you go out for your meet you may not have even gotten to run that week because of the injury um but you have to have that faith in god like hey he's had like he would not put me here if he didn't want me here and whatever the result is of what happens today like at the end of the day god is still good and so like staying grounded with that and being able to tell yourself that it's just it's really important because like there, there's some dark things but there are also some great things so. man this wow i gotta let that breathe for a minute that's so powerful because I think it doesn't even matter if you're not an athlete. I think everybody can relate to what you just said about the principle of rest, because I think a lot of us are guilty of we're just going to go, go, go until our body makes us rest and we'll go until the wheels fall off. And I think that's really relevant because when I, even when I think about mindset, right, when we're talking about the kingdom mindset, uh, we got to understand that the battle's not ours. And we got to also know when to give things up and say, God, I got to trust you for this. And I may not know what's going to happen. I may not know what things are looking like. But again, that's the that's what faith comes in. Like you said, evidence of things unseen. So, um, man, I, I I just, wow, it's just powerful. I don't know what, how to react to that. But I'm going to uh, read scripture because I think uh, this next scripture is relevant to the next place I want to go. And it's really relevant to what you've been saying the last uh, you know, little bit here. So I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 4, uh, 18 from the New King James Version. And it says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, and but the things which are not seen are internal. And uh, I, I love that because not only what you're saying, but just to kind of double click when we think about, we don't look at the things which are seen, but what's not seen, like we look at, especially when we think about our life, we are so caught up sometimes about the next. And if I don't see it, I don't know if I can do it. If I don't see it, I won't believe it. And um, I want to talk about what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Like really what this scripture is kind of getting at. Um, when you think about these upcoming competitions, right? Like you just said, you, you're practicing, you're preparing, you're getting your body right, or you're getting ready. And you don't know what the competition is going to be. It could be great competition. It could be competition that may not be as prepared as you. But um, how do you like prepare and are ready for things you just don't know what to expect, especially when the stakes are higher, when you think about some of the meets and the competitions you have to go through, and even a test, right? Like, you you had a long meet, and you got a test coming up right beside it. Like, how do you get ready for the things you can't see, the things you can't anticipate? Like, talk to us about that a little bit, Leah, from your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing, uh, I am by no means a master of this. I mean, you could ask my coach and we probably tell you like oh, I can't believe she's giving advice on this but <laughs> uh, I would definitely say one thing I try to do is give God control like before you know like before a race um just you know 
acknowledging like hey like acknowledging feelings if you feel unprepared maybe like say you know you can acknowledge that and come to terms with that but also give it to god and be like like god i give you control and don't try not to focus so much on the the results uh you can have goals you, you know and also letting go of what everyone else uh everyone else's expectations mm. because that that one's that can be difficult because a lot of times we we take everyone else's expectations and we kind of incorporate that into our our goals but uh staying true to like this is my goal um this is what I want to accomplish but then also being content with the fact with uncertainty you don't know what's going to happen and there's no way for you to know and uh one thing is like worrying man worrying can really it can take a toll so i remember i think i heard it and something that i was listening to they were like Uh, you can either worry about it or you can worship and then you know it's I feel like that's always important it's just being able because you know like if you want to get if you want to have faith and have that trust you can't keep worrying about it and it's not going to change what's going to happen so so just giving God control and then also um, especially if you have prepared um, even if maybe again like injuries life happens you may not be how you imagined um but trusting like hey i've i've done the work i've put in what like i've given it my all and, and being able to you know have faith in that in your own abilities too um and, and also just one thing is i know because elijah especially at like d1 athletics uh, a lot of a lot of us kind of forget like why we do it um and we forget that aspect of like we want to do this we signed up Um, wow. and so yeah making sure that you're you appreciate that because one one saying people uh it's not i i used to say it but the only thing more the only thing more painful than running is not running and it is it is until you can't that someone says oh no you you know you're injured or they sit you out till all, that's like that's all you think about so like when you are getting to compete when you are getting to do those things staying like thankful for those opportunities and not looking at it as like a worry thing like oh what if i don't do this no it's look at what i have the opportunity to do like look at what god has given me like he's given me a chance to like you know give it my all so like looking at it less of you know in terms of like anxiousness but more in terms of like you know this is this is a this is a chance this is a, something to be thankful for man Leah, wow i love that um And I, I want to just kind of react just a little bit because uh, I think that's really relevant what we're talking about here, about kingdom mindset. When you look at things differently and you have the understanding that some things are God-given assignments or God-given opportunities, you treat it different. And I love what you just said about saying, like, we signed up for this or, hey, I had the opportunity to do this. And you know what it's like from your experience when you aren't able to do it from an injury perspective or you're limited because of different things. Man, I love that. And I, I want to kind of just react a little bit more. So for the listeners, just going back to the scripture um, for Second Corinthians 4.18, where it talks about how for the things which are, are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The thing I want to just say is this. Don't make a permanent decision off of something temporary. Don't say, you know, oh, this person told me I broke my leg. I'll never be able to run again. Or this person told me I can't do this because I failed this assignment or I failed this test or I had this setback. You are not determined by what somebody else says or thinks about you. 
don't make a permanent decision or quit or give up because you failed the first time you tried something. No, like when I think about the greatest individuals in life and the things that they were able to accomplish it's because they kept going. And you heard Leah just say that a moment ago about the worst thing about running is not running. So the moment you stop, the moment you quit, the moment you give up is the moment you are limiting what that destiny and call can be. There are things that Christ are calling us, that's calling, he's calling us to do. And we got to make sure we don't miss that window of opportunity because if he's saying move, we got to move. He's saying do, we got to do because somebody's watching you. That's the other thing that I think we forget. We look at our struggle, our challenge so much that we forget that this may not just be for me. There might be somebody on the other side of my family, somebody in my circle, somebody that's watching intently and watching to see what you choose to do because either they're going through something similar or they're not sure how to approach it, or they see different things and they say, well, if that person can do it, then I can do it. You just never know who's watching and whose story is gonna be a reaction of what you decide to do. Um, I, I just love what you're saying, Lee. I think it's really, 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 really powerful. So I wanna talk about this next thing. I wanna ask another thing, because you've mentioned it a few times now. When you think about the mindset, um, especially when you have that setback, how do you overcome that? Especially like when you think about injuries, like talk to us about that process for you because you've mentioned it a few times now. Oh yeah. Um, so injuries, they're, they're, they can be so challenging, especially um, like even seeing teammates, friends of mine going through injuries. Uh, everyone kind of has to handle it very differently. And there's so many different things that that uh, athletes and really anyone deals with. And a lot of times, I think when we think of injuries, we think of something that you see, you know, like, oh, like I see that this person, this is going on. But a lot of times that's, you don't, you can't see what's wrong with your body physically. I, I've had injuries that had to do with deficiencies in my body. Like I didn't, I didn't have enough, um, you know, of a, of a certain, certain iron or, or vitamin D or something. And those things are not, you know, you can't see it. So trying a lot of times injuries, it's difficult just to even figure out like what is the problem? Why is this, why is this not working? Um, and so it's the element of being able to pinpoint what's the problem, mm -hmm. and then from there being able to say, all right, well, I'm, I may need to stop. And that honestly, telling any athlete like you're gonna have to wheel it back in, no one wants to hear. Um, so then there's another you know chance we have to like. You have to trust God. You have to be like, you know, like, I'm going to dial it back so that, I, I think it was, again, it was like another statement I heard, but someone said, sometimes God, God pulls you back, but eventually he's going to let you go. And so it's like one of those things where you kind of, you have to make a, you can't make a short, you can't take a short term, um, you know, gift mm -hmm. in, in get rid of your long-term goal uh, for that that short-term satisfaction. Uh, so being able to, when you have injuries and things of those nature, um, being able to make a plan, stick to that plan, self-discipline, doing the things that you don't want to do, going to PT, taking care of your body. Uh, even a lot of times it kind of goes against that because a lot of times we have that go harder, go home. And you need to have that mindset sometimes. But uh, sometimes you have to make the, you know, make edits and make sacrifices. Like that may mean that you need to eat a certain, a different way. That may mean that you need to go to bed a certain time or that you're not going to get to compete in the meet that you thought was going to be like the all in. And, and definitely there's, I would say one thing is, is the 
the waiting is very difficult. Um, you know, whether your injury is going to be something that heals in, in two or three weeks or something that takes a year or, or a season. And that can be difficult um, watching, you know, your teammates compete and you sitting on that sideline. So I think those are those times where you have to have faith and you have to trust um, that even though you don't see your body healing, you may not see how it's going to work out. It's going to work out somehow, some way, like things are going, there's going to be a right side and just, just trusting God and having faith that he has your plan because there's so many times that like, we just do not see it. Like I, you know, like, especially there's even like me trying to figure out where am I going to go to school? Um, Cause I, I had a summer to figure it out. I was like, there are days I went to bed like I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And those are the times, you know, that you have to have faith. Because it's easy to have faith when things are all good. And yeah. Good. But it's hard. It's hard to have faith when you do not see the right side. So I, I would definitely say um, injury is kind of all about just having that big picture mindset. Uh, and looking at God's plan and not your own because a lot of times we have our own agendas and unfortunately you know or not unfortunately it's probably fortunately uh, our own agendas don't always work out man wow. wow um just to react to what you're saying uh I couldn't agree more and uh for those that aren't athletes or former athletes or you know going through different things I ask injury to lay on purpose because injury can look like a bunch of different ways you can have physical injury you could have uh, a situation that happened in your life that damaged you and, and jade you and scarred you. And what I will say is this. When we think about limitations and pushing past our limitations and getting that true breakthrough in life, it starts in our mind. Um, if you are predetermined in your mind that I can't do this set thing, like that could be solving an equation. That can be going out there and, and doing that thing from an athletic standpoint. That can be starting that business. If you defeat yourself in your mind before you try you'll never make it realize in the physical manifestation, right? So when I think about what Leah just talked about, and she just told you all about that journey and that process of recovery, it's a mental thing. What is the mindset that you're deciding is gonna be the reality for you? What's the reality you want? Are you gonna say, I'm gonna just, I can't, get, I won't ever get back to where I um, was, or am I gonna do everything I can to take the steps necessary to be better than I was before? Because the thing that I love about uh, about God and when I think about like our bodies and how he had everything thought out in every detail when a bone breaks the bone comes back stronger when these injuries occur sometimes we come back better than we ever were before sometimes we got to be broken down like before we get to our purpose or our call or things happen what we don't realize is we see people that are doing things we say oh I want to do that but you don't know their story you don't know how they were torn down and built back up to go off and do that thing and I think if we were to change our mindset and to look at things again the way Christ would have us to look at it of that there's an assignment on my life there's a reason I'm going through this he's preparing me rather than I'm woe is me there's a difference that happens and when you make up in your mind your body will catch up if you tell yourself I can do this next thing you know there's a different, like, if you are really, truly believing that, right? Like, you are walking in that every single day. Eventually, progress starts happening. Like, if you're trying to change and get yourself to a certain shape that you want to be physically, you tell yourself mentally, I'm healed. I'm whole. I can do this. I'm going to be, you know, this, this, and that. Next thing you know, when you're speaking it in your mind, you're speaking in the atmosphere, next thing, action starts to follow, right? Like, if you're doing these things. And I really firmly believe um, in Mark 9, 23, where it talks about it for anybody who believes that all things are possible. 
And when I when we talk about like a favorite scripture in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the mindset. It's about knowing that when Christ is tied to my action, when I'm following his will, when I'm following his way, there is nothing impossible in this world for me. There's nothing I can't do. And that's a mindset that we have to make up in our mind that, hey, I can do this. And then like you heard Leah say that I love, I get to do this, or I chose to do this, or I can do this. And it's just so powerful. It's getting me really excited as I'm talking about this, because this is the type of stuff that breaks change. This is the type of stuff that changes lives because it starts with us in our mind. Or if we don't have the mindset, we don't have the thought process. Sometimes it just takes somebody to see it in you and say, wait a minute, you're really good at this. Wait a minute. I've seen you do this. I know you can do this. Let me help. And next thing you know, when you're getting pulled out that valley or getting pulled out that pit and starting to see yourself the way God sees you and then other people are helping them, the people that are right, people are around you. Next thing you know, things are shifting. So Leah, I, I want to uh, pivot here a little bit. So you've been going through a big journey now. I mean, when you think about these last couple of years and as you've kind of been walking through time at Clemson and now you're here at USC, uh, talk to us about that journey of you and your uh, maturity, your growth for your mindset. How have you been able to grow that and then also sustain some of the core elements when you think about your faith? Like, how have you been able to develop that from Leah maybe at like 16, 17 to Leah now? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Leah at 16 was serious too. <laughs> like, I would say. I had definitely grown in the fact that I think I was I was very I would say privileged as a uh, just as younger like I just kind of I kind of got most of the things that I got everything I needed you know I didn't have to have those those worries um, and, and I'm thankful for that but I definitely had so much to grow individually in my faith because I wasn't really invested I wasn't reading my Bible I wasn't I wasn't going and doing the things that I needed to do and learning about God. I, I would say I just kind of came to him when there was something that I wanted or there was something that I needed. I wasn't thankful for what I already had. Um, so I think in college, I kind of, uh, I was around people who, again, they they were uh, just such good people and their faith just showed me so much. It just showed me like, how much I really had and how much that I need to and I need to thank God and like grow in my relationship and that just kind of doing good okay things like that's just not that's not always enough like you need to you need to grow you need to do things for God and not just kind of you know going through life and just just doing the gist um, and especially in college there's yeah, there's so many chances where you're going to be put on a path uh, where you have to make decisions, uh, and you, that's when you have to ask God for help. Um, and if you don't already have that base, and again, that's where like your thing, like going back to the basics, like you have to be, you have to ask something to go back, to, and that that should be God. It should always be God. Um, and so, like when I'm faced with decisions, like knowing, like well, let me let me talk to God first before I do anything, before I do anything drastic. Um, you know, like, like trying to go to God and ask him and being able to know about God because it's like one of those things like having those times where I, I sat with myself and I said, well, you know, I, I need to do God's God's plan, do God's word or, or follow his word. And I said, well, do I even know what it is? No. Or, or not well enough. I mean, you can never really know well enough. But like having those things right. So I feel like throughout college was 
um, I kind of just, I had people who I saw other people doing it. And that's when, again, like being around these people, like I had friends that were my roommates on meets who would, they, you know, they'd go to, they'd say, let's have a Bible study. they pray before they go to bed or they share scripture and things like that where it just showed me like, hey, like, wow, like look at what they're doing and look at that relationship that they have. Like, I want to have that. And also being able to, uh, I think like with with just life in general, um, having, I guess it was in a podcast or something I listened to, but they talked about there's a there's intensity and there's consistency. And you need both. You can't be intense for one day a week and expect to, you know, if you're like training, you can't only practice one week and expect to be great. Uh, and the same thing, you can't consistently show up to the gym and just sit there and expect to, like, there's, you need both. And that's the same thing with relationships, that's the same thing with God. Like, you have to have intensity and you have to be consistent in getting to know Him because it's like when you have those huge decisions or those difficult times, like, you have to be able to lean on your faith. And if your faith wasn't there to begin with, then you're not leaning on anything. Um, so throughout college, I felt like, I, and don't get me wrong, like I'm, I'm still growing, like there's still so many things I have to learn. And that's another thing is knowing like, you never know everything. Like a lot of times, like I'm stubborn, I sound right. Like at the end of the day, like, there's always something to learn. Um, and there's places for you to grow. And so taking your wins when you do something, like make sure you, you know, you acknowledge that also being able to take like lessons and saying like yeah you know I have a lot to learn and being able to learn from your mistakes is so important because if you're not learning from your mistakes then you're really not getting you know you're probably not going to move you're not going to get anywhere uh, so making sure that you know you take that lesson and that loss um, but that you all and you also just lean on friends and family uh, because I feel like you know, you, you have yourself, but like sometimes you need to you need to talk to other people and get advice, asking for help. Um, that's one thing. I suck at it. I'm terrible at it. I hate asking for help. But gosh knows I need it. So Yeah. Man, wow. I love everything you just said, Leah. And uh, I think it's really relevant because just kind of taking a step back. I love what you even said about getting back to the basics too. Like when we think about our mindset and we think about how things flow and we think about trying to be in his will, I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. I think we get so focused, like you said, on being result oriented or I got to check off the things that I want to do by 30. I want to be doing this. I want to be making this money by this time that we forget that the structure or the routine that we put into place, are we sustaining it? Are we being intentional or are we giving God our leftover time? Are we saying, oh yeah, I forgot to pray. Let me pray real quick. Oh yeah, I forgot to read my Bible. Let me read my Bible real quick. Like, what are we being intentional with our time with? And like you said, what is the things that we're doing that are on that uh, intensity versus the consistency? And I think that's really powerful because anybody can show up one time, but can we continually show up and, and get those results? But that starts here. Are we going to say, you know what, I'm just going to try to remember that or am I going to know myself well enough that I need to put structure in place or I'm going to have a routine? I'm going to have a set time to do X, Y, and Z because we make time for what we want to. Like, if we want to be honest with ourselves, like truly be honest here, the things that we want, we make time for it. It don't matter how busy under the sun, you could be working a 12 hour day shift or be doing different things or going to all these classes, but you make time to eat or you make time to watch that show or you make time where you stay up. Like, what are we prioritizing? 
And I think that's the thing that we have to be good at. And then I think we also got to give ourselves some grace of knowing, like, rather than beating myself up for all the things that I'm not focused on or that I could do differently, how do I say, you know what? I need to pray about that. Lord, I'm struggling with this. Help me to show up differently here. Help me to think about this differently. Help me to do this. And just like I love what you said too, like we never will fully arrive. As long as we're under, you know, on, under this sun and on here on earth, like there is still something to work toward. There's still something to approve upon. There's still work to be done. And I think that's where we got to look at it. Let's stop looking to be perfect. Let's look to have a mindset that we're looking to grow each and every day to be better than we were, you know, the previous day, the previous month, the previous year, et cetera. Like how do we say, you know what, Lord? Your will, not my will. So I got one more scripture I'm going to read. And then Leah, I think we're in a good place to do some final thoughts. So um, we'll react to this scripture. And then after that, we both react. We'll get some final thoughts. Um, it's real simple. Uh, Colossians 3, 2 from New King James Version. It says, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. So the final question before we uh, you know, do final thoughts, Leah, is how do we not get caught up in the hype? And what I mean by not caught up in the hype, I'm asking that particularly to you because sometimes we get to a point in life that we can be popular or well-known or successful and we can forget how we got there. Again, that mindset, we can get caught up on the things here rather than the things above what he's telling us to do. So how do we avoid that uh, getting caught up in our own hype? Oh, yeah. This, this, is, oh, this, is, one. this is a good one. Uh, it's, it's difficult. Can you say, I just want to hear that scripture one more time. Absolutely. Colossians 3.2, I'm coming from New King James Version. It says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Just again, I feel like taking those times to like sit back and reflect 
and, and I wish I, I, I hope that I do it more because it's like, that's when you sit down and you, you think like, look at not necessarily as much as what I, you know, it's not always what you accomplish, but what you have to overcome. And that, that's when God brought you through those things, you know? And so acknowledging like, look at what he did, not so much as your, your actual measuring like, oh, I got this or I passed this test. Because at the end of the day, like nobody's checking for that you know, when it comes to the judgment time. And that's hard to admit. Uh, but, like, no one's saying, like, ooh, how many, you know, how many, how much money did you make? Like, no one cares. Right. Um, but it, that's when you, you have to ask yourself, like, those questions. It's like, like, what am I doing? And is it oriented with God? And where am I going? And am I appreciating what I'm getting? And, and being able to have those reflections where you thank God for where he's got you, how you've grown um, and looking around you and saying, I think one thing I feel like is so important is looking at, like, how am I influencing people around? What type of energy am I bringing to the table? You know, because that's, like, us being children of God, like, we have to be out, like, we have to, rep- we are supposed to be representing God and what he wants us to be. And so thinking, like, hey, like, am I, am I doing that? Am I creating that environment for people or am I hindering it? Am I, am I being, am I you know, showing the wrong thing? And so being able to like sit back and reflect on not only your, what you're doing, but how it's affecting other people and looking like, you know, how have I helped by trying, trying to do those things? I feel like it's so difficult because again, it's just like, you know, there's so much hype, there's so much going on. Um, so kind of being able to like take that time to go be with yourself. Don't be afraid. I feel like we're all afraid to like sit and actually talk, talk with ourselves, talk with God. Sometimes you have to do that because you have to separate yourself from everybody else and everything else that's going on. Um, so again, I hope I know you got something great to say because this one was this was a difficult one. <laughs> I feel like I'm very I'm very susceptible for, to the no caught up. I, I, I love the answer. I think you're not giving yourself enough uh, credit that that was phenomenal. And I don't got nothing necessarily great to say. I'm just I'm just reacting. I, I can't take all that credit. So here's what I'll, I'll react to what you just said. Um, I think it's really important for us to have the watch. And the reason why I asked that question is because we can lose sight of who we are. if We focus so much on self. And I think it's important that we know what those watch out are because I think about Solomon. I think about how Solomon asked God for wisdom. He got the wisdom, but then he started getting caught up in his own hype and the riches and got drowned. And when we think about the surroundings and what he had, he started doing idols. He started having all these wives and different things. He he lost himself. And I think we have to be careful that we don't forget about this whole concept of greater he that's in me, but not he that's in the world. Because what is it for man to gain the world but to lose his soul? We can't lose our soul. We can't lose the reality of remembering again the mindset of how I got here. Don't forget your story. How did you get to where you were? What did you go through? Who who helped you along the way? And yeah, like you said, Leah, it's important to to acknowledge and be grateful. But at the same time, it's not for us. We are we're it, these things that He allows and He allows elevation and promotion and things that's given from God is so we can be able to get in certain rooms or so we can be able to be that one that puts that hand out and help somebody else. Because again, this whole thing called life, the whole purpose of man was to give glory to God and for him to get his due and for us to bring others to him. And I think the thing we have to be really careful is the enemy wants us to get in love with self. We get in love with self 
and think we don't need Christ and forget how we got there or, you know, what we got to do. Or we get in these spitting spats. We get these thoughts of I need to leave this person because they're not doing X, Y and Z. That's not love. Right. Like we got to make sure we're checking ourselves because the moment we start getting all these followers, the moment we start getting all this hype, the moment we start thinking our stuff don't stink is a very dangerous place to be at. And I think it's important that we have, again, the right counsel around. Are we getting yes men that's just saying, oh, you're so awesome, you're so great. Or we got people that can really tell us, you know what, you could have handled that better. Or are you so in tune, at least enough with God to recognize for yourself, like, man, Lord, I'm having a thought I shouldn't be having right now. Correct me, help me, help me to show up where you might've mishandled somebody, but you have the integrity to go back and say, you know what, I mishandled you right there. I could have been better, I apologize. Like, we have to be, the representation of who we say we believe in. Like, what is the fruit, right? When we talk about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, are we demonstrating those fruits? Are we demonstrating those those things, right? And if we're not, we got to put ourselves in check. So I don't want to uh, belabor that piece, but I think it is important that we have those watch outs because... No, I think that's... Yeah. yeah. No, this is... You're definitely right in that just holding yourself accountable. Because um, I feel like a lot of times we love to point fingers and say you did the you, but we don't like we don't like to call ourselves out and, you know and hold ourselves accountable for our actions and our what, what did you say you're gonna do exactly to and we don't like to we don't like to do that and it's hard to do that but like that's that's what you have to do and, and it's and that's when it's again like what you said like having those people around you that are gonna call you out when you when you messed up and you know tell it because tough love is real man yeah man and it's hard yeah, I, I agree. So look, Leah, uh, this has been phenomenal. I'm so grateful that you came on this episode. I want to let you give a chance to get final thoughts. I'll give some final thoughts. And that's going to be a wrap for episode one of season three. Yeah, uh, whew, that, this, has been, this has been great, man. I feel like I'm going to, I need to like sit back and be listening to this because you, you really been saying some things that I definitely need to, need to look into more and just, you know, kind of ref- again, like reflect and sit and ask myself, um, so I would say for, you know, final thoughts, it's just like asking yourself, what are you doing? Um, and just like, just sitting down and kind of reflecting on where you are, where you came from, you know, like looking at your progress, uh, but also looking at like, you know, your long-term your long-term goals and like making sure that that's aligned with God. Because I feel like a lot of times when we set goals, we're not thinking about, um, you know, what God wants for us. And also just being able to ask, ask him and be comfortable kind of knowing like you don't know everything. We're never going to know everything. Um, so with that, you know, trying to, again, do that, you know, be, be consistent and, and spending time with him, with his word. Um, and then also just trying to be, have good energy. Uh, and by have good energy, I mean, you know, let that spirit of God, like, trying to reflect that um, just in life and, and uh, one thing I'm trying to work on is doing that even when I'm not in my best place you know because a lot of times when we're not in our, our perfect you know a lot of times we're in a good mindset but sometimes we're mad we're angry and it's hard then to to be children of the God and act that way so uh, in that time you know holding yourself accountable uh, you know in those difficult times and saying like, okay this is when I really need to lean in on God and ask him for guidance and help. So. Yeah, man. Wow. I love that. Um, for listeners, for, for me, a final thought that I would just give is when I think about this whole concept we've been talking about between me and Leah, about kingdom mindset, about 
uh, getting back to the basics. I think we have to remember that the validation and who we are and what we can bring to a table is not determined by people. We got to start getting to the point in our life where we can think for ourselves, who does God say I am? Who does Christ say I am? And what Christ is saying is that we are a chosen people, a royal nation, a royal priesthood. Like we are called to be able to be about what our king is about. We serve a king, the almighty God, right? Like Jesus Christ, the, the when I think about the divinity, about the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ and the father himself, God, like that is who we serve. So if he's telling us greater will you do in my name and there's going to be greater works that you will do when you hear that and you can truly start to process that. That means that there is this royal, like this sense of royalty, this priesthood, this 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 bloodline that we are coming from, from stock. When we think about what God assigned Adam to do, and we think about all of us being descendants of Adam and Eve, like that's the level of intentionality we got to get to. We got to remember whose we are and who we are. And the moment we stop letting people define who we think we are and we stop being so focused on pleasing people and so focused on being liked and getting the, the visual or the or the folks to notice us on social media, like stop. Let's remember who we are and then let's go after what he's telling us to do. Let's get our mind right. right? Let's focus on what really matters, because like you heard Leah said, when it's all said and done, when we think about life, I guarantee you're not going to be thinking about how much money you, you made or how many uh, you know, so much stuff you got. I hope that's not what you're thinking about. What I would hope it would be is what was my life worth? Who did I impact? What did I do? And then at the end of the day, like what Christ is looking for is who do we bring to him? How do we go and be about his business? How do we go do what he's telling us to do? And that's what I would kind of end with is remember who you are and what God, who God says you are is what I would say is my last thought. Oh man, that was powerful. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, look, uh, Leah, thank you so much. I am so, so grateful and honored that you were able to make this time with us. We got a USC legend on the line here. <laughs> so look, so look, um, I, I'm grateful. I'm excited for the rest of this season. Uh, for those that's uh, been able to hang on this entire time, please share this if somebody came to mind. Um, it's really important because now more than ever, the world needs Jesus. And this may be the only way that person can get Jesus is through this exposure. So I encourage you to share. Um, continue to listen to us as we go through the rest of season three. We got some great next uh, things coming up for the rest of this getting back to the basic series. Um, but with that, Leah, thank you. Thank you so much for being on this episode today. Of course. Thank you. This has been great. Like I've learned so much from this, honestly, just having this conversation. And I'm, I hope that, you know, so, that everyone listening to this, that you took something from it. And again, like it, it just takes that one person, that one instance for someone to really discover like like God and everything that, that he has for us. So I'm, I'm right there with you. And I thank you for this again. Like this is when I tell you this has been amazing. Like it's only, you know, been what, 55 minutes? <laughs> yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm loving that. So uh again, thank you for you, um, for the listeners. Thank you for listening. Um the last thing I'll say that we've been asking for some time now throughout uh this podcast is I want you to think about this question. Ask yourself, how can I empower somebody else right here, right now? Thanks for listening. And until next time, everybody, take care. <laughs>